Hey there, welcome to this Real Life Church podcast. In this podcast, we're working through the New City Catechism. Uh, This catechism, the New City Catechism, is a modern catechism that takes from some historical confessions of faith and puts it in more modern language. It consists of 52 questions and answers with scripture, and it's a really helpful resource to help encapsulate what the Bible teaches and really covers, I I think, the whole range of foundational, non-negotiable, essential Christian doctrines. So we are in question eight today, and uh, or this week, and question eight, we're going to talk about the Ten Commandments. We're going to kind of broadly sweep over all of them, and then in the next few questions, we're going to take them in more bite-sized chunks. So question eight asks this, what is the law of God stated in the Ten Commandments? The answer is, you shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make for yourself an idol in the form of anything in heaven above or on the earth beneath or in the waters below. You shall not bow down to them or worship them. You shall not misuse the name of the Lord your God. Remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. Honor your father and your mother. You shall not murder You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not give false testimony. You shall not covet. There you go. That is the Ten Commandments. Now, historically, the Ten Commandments have been seen as having two parts or two tables. It's called the two tables of the law. The first table is the first four commandments, which deal with how we relate to God and love God. So we're to have no other gods before him. We're not to have any idols uh, make idols or bow down and worship them. We're to, we're to not misuse the, God's name, and we're to remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. The second table of the law is commandments 5 through 10, and it has to do with how we relate with others or how we love our neighbors. So it, it goes from honor your father and your mother, you shall not murder, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not steal, you shall not lie or bear a false witness, and you shall not covet. Now, It would be easy for us to look at the commandments and focus merely on the externals of these and think, you know, I think I'm doing pretty good. But there are at least two problems with this view. First, Jesus Christ, our Lord, ups the ante when he gets to the heart of the law, which is not about external obedience merely, but internal heart obedience. So we see in the Sermon on the Mount as a great example, or we could go to when Jesus confronts the rich man. Uh, But let's just go to the, the, the Sermon on the Mount. Jesus says things like, You have heard it was said, you shall not commit adultery. But I say, if anyone looks at a woman with lustful intent, he has committed adultery with her in his heart. And we're like, yikes. And then he goes on to say, you have heard that it was said, you shall not murder. But if any of you is angry and calls his brother a fool, he's murdered him in his heart. And so obedience to the law cannot be just external conformity, but internal conformity or from a transformed heart, obedience from the heart. The second problem with with just looking 
merely externally and say, I think I'm doing pretty good. The second problem with that is that we are born in bondage to sin. We are born slaves of sin. It's not just that we are sinners because we sin, but we sin because we are born sinners. We are born in sin, and so we sin because we want to. In, in, in one sense, the, 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 the most true answer about why people sin is because they want to. Jesus says in John 3 that men love the darkness because their deeds are evil. And so we need something to happen to us, something to happen in us in order to wrench us free from the shackles of sin, in order to set us free from the prison of sin. Well, for all who are born again, that is exactly what has happened. Ephesians 2 says that when we were dead in our sins, God made us alive together with Christ, for by grace you have been saved. And when by, by the grace of God one is born again, the powerful pull of sin is broken and we are enabled by the Holy Spirit to obey the, the law of God from the heart. In fact, the new covenant promise in Jeremiah 32 and 33 and in Ezekiel, I think it's Ezekiel 36, speaks of the law of God now written on our hearts. So it's no longer just external on tablets of stone, but now written on our hearts, which I think means that the Holy Spirit writes God's moral law within us so that we then now want to obey, even though we don't perfectly obey, we want to obey. And by the Spirit's strength, we're enabled to obey from the heart. And of course, this is why the, 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 the summation of the law, the law is summed up in loving God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and loving your neighbor as yourself. Now, one thing that I think we also need to talk about is as, as believers in Christ, as those who've been born again and have the indwelling Holy Spirit um, working in us and renewing us day by day, the Ten Commandments do serve a purpose for us as a kind of rule for life or a way of living. We're not saved by our law-keeping or by our obedience to the Ten Commandments. Obviously, because in order to be justified before God, we need to obey the law perfectly, and no one's ever done that even for an hour. But as born-again, blood-bought, spirit indwelt and spirit-empowered Christians, the Ten Commandments are a way of life, a way that we're called to live in order to please God, in order to love, in order to express our love for God and express our love for our neighbor. The scripture that goes with question eight is Exodus chapter 20, verse three, which says, you shall have no other gods before me. 